1: The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word Broomgate.
3: Coach, what a victory for the team, 36 to 27. What ended up being the difference in this roller coaster thriller at the Dome today?
4: Well, uh, you know what uh I, I thought a lot of guys stepped up I and mean, what a great kick by ricardo uh i thought our old line uh really took a step forward i thought we ran the ball very good against the outstanding defense uh you know to have a hundred yard rusher have 178 there uh really an amazing uh amazing performance and then the defense uh i, I got after them all you know most of the game you know they only had two rushing yards in the first half uh, you know, I thought we had some foolish penalties that hurt us. You know, that, that, I was really uh, disappointed by that last drive of the first half, uh, you know, how we bailed them out with a few flags and got down there. But I really feel like we uh, controlled a lot of the game. Uh, we, just, you know, we turned the ball over sometimes. That was a, a, a cr- critical turnover at the end. But uh, I was really happy with our execution at the end of the game there, using up all the time and uh, kicking the uh, game-winning field goal second to last play there.
2: Coach, that was my first question. Last drive, four-minute offense, run to win, whatever you want to call it, right? What does it say about your O-line in Woods to get inside the 20, running the football, when pretty much everybody in the stadium knew the Vandals were going to run that football?
4: Well, you know, we knew that that group you know, had to keep growing, and uh, I think they really answered the call. I think they had a lot of motivation this week because uh, some people were calling them the weakness of our team, and they uh, they responded, man. They responded really well and uh, just battled and then grinded it out, and uh, Woodsy's a warrior. I mean, Woodsy didn't practice until yesterday. He didn't practice on uh, you know Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday because he was nicked up from the last game. And then for him to carry it 24 times for 117 yards and a touchdown, I mean, that's, uh, that's a grown man's uh, warrior's performance. I thought Bonnie was a warrior. Uh, so, you know, just a lot, a lot of things that we're proud of. And again, I, I, you know, hats off to Sac State. I mean, they're a great team, man. You don't, you don't win... Uh, 22 regular season you know, games in a row by accident. That's not like a flip of the coin going right all the time. They're very, very good. So, uh, you know, really a good win to beat a team like that. Uh, great sack in the quarterback a couple times. He hasn't been sacked. Uh, you know, so a lot of things to be proud about and a lot of things to build on here as we get to week two.
3: Anthony Woods, you mentioned what a warrior he was. That was a a special performance in this game, 117 yards, ends up with 24 carries and a touchdown. And I mentioned it to you that we talked to Andy Thompson, the Sac State coach, before the game, and he mentioned, hey, when Woods goes over 63 yards, uh, the Vandals are undefeated. And uh, I just think back, too, on that that run he had to get the Vandals in the red zone. He, again, has shown time after time, he can can really make something out of nothing on, on multiple occasions.
4: Yeah, he's a great player, and he, he showed up. And then they, how about T.J. Ivy and uh, that Terez, You know, both making contested big-time catches for touchdowns and getting out there. So I'm uh, very proud of him. How about Dallas Avalava having a sack against that quarterback? Stanford couldn't get any sacks against that quarterback, but my man Dallas Avalava got a sack on him. So uh, just really, really proud of our team.
2: Coach, defense holding Sac State to 69 rushing yards. They really shut him down on the run. The defensive front seven. What can you say about that performance?
4: Well, I thought they were ready to play. They were physical. You know, like I said, I think, uh, you know, yeah. it have been three points at halftime. You know, we just had a few things. Marcus took a bad angle on a play, and then we have, you know, penalties where he bailed them out, uh, you know, a couple times. But uh, I, I thought, you know, we just we dominated up front on both sides of the ball. I thought the O-line and D-line outplayed their home line and D-line, and that's uh, that's big, you know, now that we're an FCS conference play. And uh, they're very happy by the growth because that was the exact opposite of this game last year. You know, last year in this game, the O-line and D-line uh, from them, you know, won the matchup. So, to reverse that one year and then our fans were awesome. I thought, our, I thought our student section was incredible. I didn't look if there was any open spots in that student section. It was awesome. Uh, so, very happy with the crowd.
3: That leads me to my next question. I was just going to ask three straight weeks on the road to, to start the season. And such a great outcome, taking two out of three and getting that FBS win over Nevada. But what did it mean to you? What did it mean to the team to be, to be back here playing in front of the home fans in Moscow?
4: It was great. I still want a few more you people to come though. I you know, and I just saw the number. I'm disappointed we got under ten thousand. I think yeah, that's disappointing for this team. So again, I you know, if you weren't entertained by this game, you can't be entertained. So uh, we need more people to get out there from Montana, Montana State. We need a better crowd than that. This team deserves better than that. So I, mean, I am disappointed by our fans in that regard. They, they step it up. Though our students were awesome.
3: Well, with this final score, a 36-27 win, the first top 10 battle at the Dome since back in 1994. We talk about all those streaks that the Vandals just put an end to, and all the credit to Sac State. What a program they have been This is just an impressive win, but what does this victory mean to the program? This is just, it seems like another big step forward for the Vandals and what has been a, a really fun start to this season.
4: Well, it makes next game, next week's game big. You know, we'll see how they do against uh, against UC Davis. But uh, you know, I'm just proud of our guys that we're growing. We got to keep getting better, man. Uh, you know, it's a big game next week at Eastern Washington. They beat the heck out of us last time we went up there. Uh, we learned something up there on that red red turf. Uh, I don't know if the Vandals have won in a while on that red turf. So, uh, you know, <laughs> it makes next week's game big. This game, it's basically what it does. So, we can celebrate for 24 hours and back to work.
3: Well, one to definitely enjoy tonight, Coach. Congrats on the victory. We appreciate the time. And we'll chat to you next coming up for the coach's show on Tuesday night at the Fairfield by Marion.
4: Okay, awesome. I got Ricardo coming up for you next here.
3: Okay, perfect. So we will step aside here on the Coors Light postgame show, 36-27. Vandals get the win over Sac State, as Coach just told us, while Ricardo Chavez, who hit the game-winning field goal, join us when we return. That's all coming up after this here on the ICCU Idaho Vandals Radio Network. From Learfield. Welcome back to the P1 FCU Kimmy Dome here on the Coors Light post-game show. The Vandals top sex a 36-27 and we are joined now by Ricardo Chavez, Vandal kicker 3-for-3 three three in this game He's already been named the Big Sky Special Teams Player of the Week and the National FCS Special Teams Player of the Week I think he might be deserving of another one of those honors coming up. 3-for-3 three three on field goals including what ended up being the game winner, a 30-yarder. Ricardo congrats on the victory. Let's start right here you hit that game winner. What's going through your mind as you know the, the last bit of regulation unfolds and you know, hey, I think I'm gonna have a chance to potentially win this one for the team.
5: Right. Yes. Oh man, I can't thank God enough. I can't thank God um for my O line, for my long snapper, for my holder. Without them, none of this is possible. And it just feels amazing, man. I can help this team out with whatever I can. I mean Yes, I suffered an injury during the game, but I knew how bad my my team needed me. And you know what? It was time uh, God had a plan for me, and that was to help this team uh, win a victory. And man, I feel amazing right now. Couldn't do that without the coaching staff as well. Amazing, amazing people to put me in that position to make that field goal.
3: Well, I don't know if anyone w- would have been able to notice you would perform flawlessly. I- how are you feeling if you got ba- if you got hurt during that game?
5: Um, I mean. It feels amazing. I mean, it was something that, you know, I had to overcome some adversity Uh, coaches talk about every single day, Uh, whatever comes your way, you know, you gotta, it's the way you respond to it. And I felt that, you know, coming back and hitting that 50 yarder was something that showed some character in me. And I felt um, I couldn't do that without my, my snapper and holder.
2: Ricardo, you were a part of a few pivotal plays today. One was that roughing the punter that gave the offense new life. Did you get banged up on that play specifically?
5: On, on which one again? I couldn't yeah, hear you. The sorry. roughing the punter? Yes, that, that's the exact one. Um, rolled over my ankle. Um, I mean, right, right when I felt it, I mean, I didn't think it was nothing too serious. I just felt like I had to go into the tent, wrap it up, and come right back out.
3: Well, again, major credit to you, Ricardo Chavez, our guest here on the Coors Light postgame show, talking about the Vandals' 36-27 win over Sacramento State. Chavez, 3-for-3 three three on field goal attempts. Done an outstanding job punting this year as well. And you touched on that 50-yarder. Ricardo, I know in, you, in your career that's not your long, but in your Vandal career that's your long. Uh, how nice right. is it to, uh, to be able to, to flex your range and to show everyone that uh, And you still had plenty of leg on that 50-yarder as well?
5: Right. Oh, man. Um, it's just the coaches believing in me. Um, I go out and show it in practice, and they had all believed in me to go out there and do it in the game. And without them putting me in that position, that's not happening. You know, I can't thank them enough for that.
2: Ricardo, you hit the 50-yarder. There looked like there was plenty of leg there. Where do you feel uh, comfortable? You know, if your number's called, game winner, whatever, end of half, is it 60? Is it plus 60? What do you feel comfortable at?
5: I mean, I'm going out there, whatever it is, man, put the ball wherever I'm going to go out there and I'm going to kick it, um, whether it's from 60 or, or not. I mean, I really try not to think about it when I'm out there, but I mean, I try practicing everything I can. And it just when I when I get out to the game, it's something that, you know, my adrenaline is just going. And it's something that um, take a little deep breath and just go ahead and kick the ball. Same as if it was a 30 yarder.
3: Love to hear it, and Ricardo, this is a big win. This is a Sac State team that has either won outright or had a share of the Big Sky title in all the fall seasons the last three years. This snapped a 22-straight regular season win streak for them. They had won 19 straight conference games. What's the feeling like in the locker room right now? What's the feeling like with this team? Obviously, this is a big one today, but I know that there are there are bigger goals for this squad ahead.
5: Correct. Um, I mean, I love this team, and The energy they bring every single day of practice. Every single ref they put, they do in practice. I mean, it goes unnoticed. Uh, This team is fired up. I mean, we need to get better in both sides of the ball, even in special teams, and we're just going to take this day by day. Uh, We got got a big opponent coming up next weekend, and that's what we're looking forward to right now.
3: Well, as for today, at least the rest of this day, there's plenty to celebrate. Ricardo, congrats on all your contributions to this victory today. We appreciate the time and uh, looking forward to seeing you and everyone else up in Cheney on Saturday for that next game against Eastern. Yes, sir. Of course. Thank you so much. Again, that is Ricardo Chavez, Vandal kicker, joining us here on the Coors Light Post Game Show, talking about the Vandal's 36 to 27 win over Sacramento State. This top 10 clash, Vandal's entered today, the seventh-ranked FCS team, Sac State, the fourth-ranked FCS team, and the Vandal's get the victory, and the team now three and one on the season. More to come on the Coors Light Post Game Show when we return. We'll look back on the game. We'll have our highlights from this matchup. We'll also. Take a peek at the final stats. We'll have a scoreboard update, some interesting games going on in the Big Sky, and, of course, more on what's next for the Vandals after this 36-27 win over Sac State. You are tuned in to the ICCU Idaho Vandals Radio Network from Learfield.